I want to talk about the greater than. Greater than what you see now, greater than what you're experiencing in this moment. And I look around this room and I see so many stories and chapters and I believe that God is a, a God of the greater than. And I believe that for you and for me, there's something for us to step into. There's something that you haven't experienced of the character of God, of his hand of outpouring, of even empowering the call on your life that you haven't experienced yet. And I believe that as we step into what God wants to do, we step into the greater than. Something that you can't do on your own. Something that is only God-empowered. Something that is only God-voiced. You can't do it in all your studies and all the things that you try to prep yourself humanly. You can't do it without the power of God. So today, I don't know if you're ready, but I'm ready to step into the greater than. The unveiling of the glory of God. Now last week we talked about light collecting. We talked about collecting the glory of the Lord. To be a chaser of His presence. To be one that is consumed with going after the Father because life is found in the light. And so when we understand that, that in Him is life, then our pursuit in life is to light collect. We need to look for ways that we can collect the glory of God wherever we are. If it's at home in devotion time, great. Read that Bible, get that worship music on, collect that light, write it in your journal, come on, write it. I remember when we were uh, youth pastors, we'd have kids take Sharpies and write it on their wrist, the promise of God, so that all day long they just see, oh yeah, God is good, oh yeah, God loves me, oh yeah, God's for me. Uh, just write it wherever you can to collect that light. I want to talk today about stepping into, once we have all that light and we've collected, I, I got my, my jar here, because last week we talked about collecting lights, and I don't know if when a, you were a kid, if you collected um, the, the light bugs, what are they called? The fire, what? Fireflies, why can't I think of that word right now? Fireflies, fireflies, you put them in a jar, and then hopefully you were nice to animals, and you poked holes on the top so they could breathe, but then you had a, a night light, you know, we always put that in the room at night, and there's just a night light, it's cool to see them flare, but Talk about how when God invests his light in us, we are to collect that light because the, the Lord wants us to carry his glory. I want to turn in our Bibles to Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. And we're going to be looking at a collection of, of verses in here, but I want to focus in on verse 9 before we cover today. Haggai 2, verse 9, would you read it with me? It says, the glory of this present house will be greater than, oh, you got to get that. All right, let's say it one more time, because we've got to get that in our spirits. Ready? The glory of this present house will be, let me hear it, greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. Would you pray with me? Lord, I pray you get this word in us. Open up our ears, open up our hearts, to not just hear it, but to receive it and walk in it. I pray over every individual in this room, open up their minds and hearts to see what greater than you have for them to walk into in their marriages, in their relationships, in their jobs, in the way they raise their children, and what they're pursuing. Maybe they're in a nonprofit space. God, I pray that you would open their hearts and minds to see that in this season, as we plant, you're going to do greater than things we've seen in the past. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of of the former house. The Lord was speaking through his prophet to the people of Israel 
And he's talking about this greater than. And he was talking to a people who had not yet experienced the greater than power of God as their reading of generations past when they've read miracles, signs, wonders, great I am. And now here they are, a generation that is reading about a day of greater than. A day when the house of God would be filled with glory. And I want to ask you today, maybe you're, you're uh, you know, following Christ and, and reading scriptures and stories, and maybe you've even met some in this community where you're hearing stories of their life. You're hearing about miracles. You're hearing about things that have taken place that are beyond natural, supernatural. Maybe you hear about favor and blessing, and yet you're like, I, I haven't yet experienced that. And I believe that the word today that God wants to speak to you is that this house that he's building from here on is going to be a house that is filled with greater than, glory that is greater than you've experienced in the past. And if you'll receive it, if I'll receive it, we can step in and know that God is going to move more than he's ever moved before. There is a greater than for you, and there's a greater than through you. There is a greater than for you, and this is what we talk about, the outpouring of God, and this is what we pray for, right? Lord, pour it out into my life, pour it out into my house. How many are praying financial blessing over your businesses, over your job, over your savings account, right? Over what you're pouring and investing in your children, I'm praying these prayers. Lord, pour it out on me, for me. Because there is a greater than for me. And that's what you have to understand. There's a greater than for you, but there's also a greater than through you. And this is the things that come through your hands. This is the things that we surrender to the Lord to use to be a blessing through us. This is when we financially bless somebody. This is when we open our doors to this church, and it's not about us coming to receive a word. It's about us pouring love on those in our community. It's when we open up the entire upstairs. There's a Christmas, uh, Christmas village. I don't know if you've been up there lately, but we have the candy canes and the red carpet laid out and the Hollywood red rope. What do you call that stuff? Stanchion. Just learned that word the other day. I'm like, stanchion. Such a weird word. It's a Hollywood red rope. We got it all set out because there's a time when we are coming in and saying, Lord, pour out for us. We want your glory for us. And then there's another greater than that is through us. And I believe that the Lord wants to unveil glory through you. And can I just say this? This is the, the truth of this. is because sometimes we only pray for the four and we don't realize that we should be praying for the through first because the outcome of for comes out of the obedience of through. I didn't even put it in the notes because I'm like, I don't want you to forget this. This is so crucial to the entire sermon, okay? You won't get anything else. If you just get this, you'll get it all, okay? The outcome of for, what you are praying over, what well, you're praying over 2024, 
where you're praying over that future man. Come on. Come on, single ladies. Come on, single men. Well, you're praying over that future girl. You're praying, Lord, bless them. Make them Mr. Perfect. Lord, bless my finances. What you're praying for, the outcome of four comes out of the obedience of through. Four cannot come unless it first comes through. This is so hard for us to comprehend. Because as a child, I, I, I mean, I wasn't raised in a home where I had to give something in order for my parents to give and bless me, right? I was very blessed as a child. So mentally, I shouldn't have to do anything to get. But then as you get older and you get in the real world, you realize you work, then you get paid. <laughs> this whole allowance thing isn't a real thing in the real world, right? This whole like getting money for doing nothing, yeah, that's, that's not a thing. And when we come to the Lord, sometimes we treat him like that. It's like, Lord, gimme, gimme, gimme. Blessing, blessing, blessing. Flow, flow, flow. Let your outpouring on my life without first coming to him and saying, Lord, how can I plant seed right now? How can I be obedient in what you want me to get involved in? We pray over, every year, we, we me and Ashley will gather and we'll bring the kids in a little after we've kind of processed through, but we'll pray over our year and say, how, what is our generosity goal this year? You know, we were raised in church, and so the 10% tithe was just the thing we both grew up with, so that was kind of like bottom zero, zeroed out, right? It's like, of course we're going to tithe, that's 10%. But on top of that, what is our generosity goal? How much do we want to give this year? How much do we want to pour out? And I, I'll tell you what, our entire business has been built on that model of saying, all right, our goal this year is not to make this much. Our goal is to give this much. So how much do we need to make in order to give? <laughs> it's a little backwards, I get it. But I, I was raised in a house where you honored God with the first fruits and you honored God with the above and beyond. And in the sacrificial gift, that, that's beyond just the tithe of what's already his. When you give sacrificially, it's in that portion that there is so much potential outpouring that you are not tapping into. This is why I'm so passionate about this. And I, I love preaching uh, sermons on this because when you get this principle in your life, you experience outpour. When you are just a... a, a, a coming into the Lord, and, and if your relationship with Him is very just, you pray to get, you're going to be very frustrated with God. Because it's not that He doesn't want to give you good gifts. It's that He has a principle in motion that you have to jump into. In order to be in my house, my kids know there is a principle in motion. You honor your mother and father, and it will go well with you. Uh, let me just quote scripture to them. If you honor your mom and dad and what we say and the boundaries that we create, guess what? There is overflow blessing in my house for you. Now you step outside of that, I'm sorry. That's on you. It's not that I'm not a good father. It's not that I, want, I don't want to give good gifts, 
but I can't raise someone who's going to then go into the world and not understand what it means to be underneath the authority of Christ, be underneath the authority that's in their lives. And so when we come to God, we have to understand that the four comes from the obedience through. And so our prayers change. Now we start planning and saying, and I want to encourage you in your house to look at this next year, and this is what we're going to do today, is we're going to pledge and we're going to say, all right, Lord, what do you want me to give? How do you want me to be involved in what you're doing? How do you want me to be involved in, in, in investing in what you want to do through me? Because in my through, there's a life on this other side of that through. There's someone that's being reached on the other side of that through. So, in order to pray for the four, we first have to pray for the through. And I want to encourage you today to be praying over that. Lord, what is my through? Lord, how am I going to invest? And let's look at Haggai, because then let's look at the scriptures before that. Because before he gets to verse 9, he talks about this shaking that's going to happen. Haggai 2, 6 through 7 says, this is what the Lord Almighty says, in a little while I'll once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I'll shake all nations. And then this is the key part. And what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory. This is very crucial in this because he is saying there's going to be a shaking, and this is just life. If you've been through life, more than 10, 15 years, you realize that life is full of ups and downs. A steadiness where you feel secure, and then a shaking where you feel like it's a violent earthquake. A time where you're like, oh, all's good. Everything's good in my house. And then a time where you're like, things are falling apart. Everybody grab a hand. Watch out for the little one, right? Don't fall in the cracks. Like there's times in our lives where they're shaking, and he's saying there's going to be a shaking, but there's going to be a time where what is desired will come. And I want to encourage us as you and your family and you pray over this next year to pray that God gives you a desire for his glory. We talked about life being found in the light and sometimes we, we, we search after the false illuminations, the things that aren't real light, but they look like light on the outside, but they don't sustain, they don't last. They last for a season or they last for a little bit, but it doesn't sustain us for the long run. And when we, when we pray, Lord, give us a desire for your glory. Give us a desire for you. Then all of a sudden we start collecting the right kind of light. And it leads and guides our heart to again hunger and thirst after more of the correct form of light. And he says there will be a shaking so violent. And then in that time, he says, what is desired by all will come. And those that desire earthly materials and things that they have their focus on, it will come. But it won't sustain through the shaking. He said, but those that desire my glory, I will come and fill this house with glory. How many want your houses to be filled with the glory of God? We talk about the glory being the kavod, the weight of his presence. And let me tell you, we're talking as a team of this next year. And I'm telling you what, when the Lord pours out his spirit, there is nothing you can do to stop the flow. Let me rephrase that. There's a way to step out of the flow. 
But when you open up your life for the glory of God to be revealed in your home, we talked with many of you just of setting up parameters in your home. How do you set a foundation of God? How do you set a foundation of faith in your home as you lead your children, as you lead yourself? You say, all right, look, today the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want or desire. I need to follow my shepherd. And the glory of the Lord comes in that obedience to our homes. When we pray for his desires and get involved with his plans, we become a part of the outpouring of what he is doing on earth. And I believe there's going to be a great outpouring of God in this next year. I could cry just thinking of all the outreaches we've already accomplished as a church. And just the times when families would come in and feel the love. And then the times where we would repeat and do something a second time and the same families would walk through that door already knowing now what's here. Y'all remember the first outreaches that we did? How many OGs do we have in the room? Like the first backpack bash that we did. We set up tables. And I remember the families kind of walking around that corner like this. Right? Because you're walking through a loading dock full of color. And you come into the doors and it's like, what is this place? And who are these people? And it's cool now seeing repeating families come in. And now they're ready to come in because they know what's here. <laughs> They've already felt the love. They've already been hugged by Devin. <laughs> They've already had Heather greet them at the door. They've already had face painting by Elsa. They've already experienced the love. And a lot of you have been a part of that. But I could cry thinking of what is more to come. Because God's not done and there's a greater than that we're stepping into. And it's not just for us, it's through us. And I want to ask you today, what is the through that God wants to step you into that's the greater than you've experienced? Where we are such a blessing that people can't wait to get in our presence, to come in and experience the power and presence of God. And some of you are like, hey, I want that power and presence in my life. I want to experience that in my home. Let me talk to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. This is how we can develop a desire and a heart for the things of the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 through 18 says that when someone changes and follows the Lord, I, I guess we need to stop there. Because salvation isn't something we say, it's who we follow. Salvation isn't the church you go to and attend. It's who you're following on the week to week, the day to day. It's who you wake up in the morning to listen to, to get your orders for the day. It has nothing to do with what pastor you're listening to, what YouTube channel you're, you're subscribed to, what Spotify playlist you have rolling in your car and in your bedroom. It has nothing to do with that. He says, but when someone changes and follows the Lord, the word repent even is to turn from what you're doing and go the other way. To stop following the desires of your flesh and now you follow the Lord. To go away from what you knew. Salvation is really who you follow. 
So he says, but when someone changes and follows the Lord, that covering is taken away. Now he's talking about the covering, the veil. And, and up until the time of, of this, where Paul's talking to the Corinthians, there was this, there's a, there's a veil that they were trying to, uh, they were trying to describe as someone when they come to the Lord, it's almost like what is blocked now becomes clear. And he says that covering is taken away. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. And our faces are not covered. We all show the Lord's glory, and we are being changed to be like Him. This change in us brings more and more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Can I tell you that when you follow the Lord, I'm not talking about just saying a prayer and, and just re repenting with your mouth, Lord, I just don't want to do that life anymore, I want to follow you. But, but if it's more than words and you start to put feet to it, and you start to put hands to it and action to it. And you start to, to pray, Lord, put my desires to it. You start collecting light and it starts leading you. Then all of a sudden, that which you follow now becomes that which frees you. when we start to dive in, we start to realize that the light we're collecting becomes the light that we need to share. And it's looking for ways when we follow the Lord, we wake up every day with this sense of urgency to follow His plans and His steps. How many know that's hard to do? It's really hard to do. It's hard to follow in step, especially, <laughs> Sean said it today, we want to be control freaks. I want to control my destiny. I want to control what's, what's going on. But when the Lord starts to direct you, and you realize that this light that you hold on to because it's bigger than the rest, this is a big part. The Lord is calling you to actually give it away. Start looking for ways to bless and give light. And then you're going through your day, and the Lord speaks to you again. It's like, all right, Lord, how do you want me to be a blessing? And now the glory that's inside of you becomes the glory that is coming through you. Now the glory that was for you that you prayed for, you're praying, Lord, Lord, help me to know who this is for. And now what I'm reading in my scriptures in the morning, now it's not just for Elijah. Now I'm thinking, who in my life is this for? Because, Lord, you're speaking to me. I'm getting it. I'm getting the outpouring of your love, the outpouring of who you are. But now, I'm so full, I need to give it away. I need to look for ways to say, all right, Lord, show me. Show me who. I got more. I got more. Show me who, Lord. And now we're being a blessing of his glory. Now we're revealing this is the greater then. It's not stepping into a place of, I don't have enough. It's coming to a place of, I have so much, so much excess, I got to give it and I got to look for opportunities to say, you know what? She needs a little light right now. She needs a little glory right now. How many have jobs that you go to that those in your job place need glory? <laughs> they, they need the glory of the Lord. 
And, and, and instead of praying, Lord, change them, pray, Lord, how can I change the environment? How can I bring glory to that space? We, we work in an industry that is very corrupted. The, the media and production, yeah, got to give light. There's a lot going on in that world that could be very negative. But we understand that there's something in us that can't stay there. There's something in us that changes the atmosphere where we go. What we do, how we say it, how we love, how we encourage, how we give peace, how we give joy, how I show up, how I invest, how I serve. It all matters because now what's happening is everybody that's in my circle or in my environment or in my, my proximity now has light. And it's not because I prayed for someone else to do it. It's because I got off my tail and I got up and I started working for it. And I started saying, all right, Lord, how do you want me to take what's inside of me and invest it in the world around me? Because the four, the outpouring of the four comes through the obedience of the through. And I want to ask you today, what is God calling you to bless? What's God calling you? I'll be back for you. I got you. Uh, there's more. Believe me, there's more. The, the Lord has <laughs> done so much in my life. I, I'm, I've got to pour it out. I've got to give it away. And what I want to do today, as I was thinking and praying over today and, and what God wants to do in this room, is I believe there is someone on the other side of that candle. There's, there's someone on the other side of your revealing of the glory that God wants to pursue and to reach. And, and one of the beautiful things that we get to do as a community is give through change. <laughs> and for a lot of you, you know this. Every dollar that comes into this space does not go to fund positions. It goes directly into outreach. So my thought and prayer is, Lord, increase so we can increase our outreach. So we can do more signs and banners. Come on, so we can get the word out to every school. So we can bring in hundreds of students. How many don't want to settle for 120 students? Come on. This year we already have 120 signed up. Last year we had 30 signed up. Let's go. What can God do through our through? What can God do when we get involved and say, all right, Lord, how do you want us to invest? How do you want us to light up our world? How do you want us to pledge and give to this next year? And here's what I'm believing, is that when we step into that space of blessing, God does the greater than in our house. When we step into the outpouring where what we desire is to please him, he says, I will pour out so much that there will be so much glory in this present house more than the former. How many want more than the former? Come on, I want more than 2023. I don't want to settle for what I've seen before. I don't want to settle for things that I've already experienced. I want to jump into and not settle for. I want to jump into what God has for me. I could get help passing these out. You mind, Devin? Thank you. Thank you. Here's what I want to pray over today. And Sean, you can come. Just stick a song on, man. I want to pray over today that the Lord speaks to us and speaks over us because as we get his desires in us, we start to see opportunities differently. 
you start to see opportunities to bless and it's beyond and, and I understand that today this decision they're making today is one that might stretch you and I know there's some years where me and Ashley will decide we'll say alright this year we want to do a certain amount of percentage we want to bump it up or this year God is calling us to do X and I understand for, for a lot of us your next step is different than the other, okay? I understand. Maybe this next year you're praying over, Lord, I'm going to start tithing. I'm going to start doing the 10%. I'm going to start obeying in that. And you're going to see an outpouring in that. There's some of you that already tithe, and you're like, all right, I'm going to take a next step. Instead of 10%, I'm, I'm going to go 20. I'm going to double it. And I, what I would ask you is not this, not, not how much do you want to give, but like what does the Lord want you to invest in? Because what does he want to pour out? And that, that's how we pray is, Lord, what do you want to pour out in our lives? What do you want to pour out in our business? How much do you want us to be a blessing with Helm? How much do you want to be, us to be a blessing with change? And how can we get involved with making that happen by planting seed that counts? Being, being obedient with what's in our hand. So as we pray over what's in our hand right now, I just want to ask you to pray. Lord, speak to our hearts. Speak to us individually. Say, what's that step of faith? What's that step of faith? We say, hey, maybe some of you are just writing down, all right, I want to do this monthly. Maybe it's a one-time thing. You just want to say, all right, I'm going to plant a big seed right now and just invest in what God is doing here, what God wants to do, and that's great. I want to remind you of this. In Isaiah 42, or I'm sorry, Philippians. It's in the Bible app. You got Philippians 1.6. Thank you. I've got to put it in my notes. Philippians 1.6 said this, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And I want to encourage you that the seed planted today, that the Lord will bring it to completion in your life. So, Lord, today, we pray, speak to our hearts. As we stand here today, taking that step, wanting to step into the outpouring of your presence, the outpouring of your glory on the earth, glory in our neighborhoods, glory in our families, glory in our businesses, glory everywhere we go. God, I pray that you would help us to plant seed for the greater then. They would even name it. We would even mark it, say, all right, we're investing so that, so that, Lord, I'm, I'm investing so that you bless my children. I'm investing so that you bless my business. I'm, I'm sowing so that, Lord, greater than. I want greater than for my environment. I want greater than for my family, greater than for my life. And as we worship, as we sing, as the Lord speaks to you, gives you something, once you write it down, we're just going to bring it to the altar today. Just put it on the stage here. Say, hey, this is my pledge. I'm committing to what the Lord wants to do in this following year. Come on, I'm stepping into a life that is in the outpouring. Let's pray. Let's worship together. Lord, speak to us. Pray you speak to every heart today, individually. Lord, you know us. You know our stories. You know where we are. And you know what's in our hands. And I pray that just like you told the disciples, 
the woman with two pennies, that's all she had. But when she gave it, Lord, you said that's, that's how the kingdom works right there. Lord, do that in our hearts. It takes us to a space of obedience that is beyond understanding, is beyond comprehension. Speak a word of faith in Jesus' name.